Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the wonderful world of football shirts. Um, last week we uh, started recording an episode regarding music and football shirts and to be honest with you we had a few beers and got carried away and ended up recording an episode about an hour and a half long so halfway through editing I decided to cut it and uh, turn it into a double episode a bit like kind of in the middle of a series of friends or something where they have a cliffhanger you can almost imagine that like the last week was half time and now we're just getting into the second half um so pretty much this is just me and mark just gonna say hello and introduce the second part but really quickly mark did you have fun recording that one I did, yeah, it's nice. It's nice to, um, we normally record on a Sunday, a Sunday morning-ish, early afternoon. Um, yeah, it's quite nice to record in the evening, have a couple of beers. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It added a different element, I think. Yep, that's true. Um, I did go, I said did go home. I was at home anyway. I uh, went and listened to that hot stuff uh, Arsenal song, which you did recommend, and yeah, it's a work of art, isn't it? I just admit it; it's okay. I feel like I need to tweet a picture of the lyrics and just bring them to people's attention because what I don't like—the one thing I didn't like in the lyrics was that um, the song itself is "God, I have some hot stuff, baby, this yeah. evening," and Arsenal decided to turn it into like. Hot stuff. I'm like, the lyrics are right there. You haven't got to change the the the, the two words in there that in the yeah. song. You haven't got to change the position of them. Yeah, true. It's funny also because we talked about that song coming from the FA Cup final of '98, and of course we were both there. And if Wolves would have won that game, then hot stuff would never have happened, and my life would have been a little bit sadder. I wonder what Wolves' FA Cup final song would have been. Gold stuff? <laughs> um, I did, however, enjoy the fact that Wolves got featured in the music video from the semi-final when Christopher Ray scored his goal. Yeah, cheeky little lob in front of the whole end. Anyway, <laughs> I really enjoyed our wet, wet, wet chat as well. That was good. Yeah, I think that was the most surprising one for me, the the wet, wet, wet shirt, um, because I'd never really seen it. Or, um, But as, as I said when we were recording, that was a shirt that I look back now and think I would, I want, I kind of want it actually, that yellow and purple one. Do you know what you you are you hit the nail on the head there because we kind of we make these and we know where we're going most of the time but because we kind of just went blindly into the night it was a case of whatever came up and you didn't know I was going to throw that curveball at you and it's so mm. funny that we were we started off by mocking wet wet wet's sponsorship of a football shirt but by the end of it we're like so this Clydale Bank shirt hey yeah well we're going to get our hands on that. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, as I say, that was definitely the most surprising. But for me, I think the shirts that I, the the, the collection that I liked the most was probably the Margate, the Libertine shirts. Um, pretty cool. Um, yeah, really like those. Really like the variety. I think it was the home goalkeeper shirt. I can't remember which one. They're all kind of similar, but like those a lot. Okay, so uh, well done for not giving anything away for the the next part of the episode. You don't. That's good. So, um, Mark, why don't you give our listeners a little, little welcome to? Well, you've made it this far. We've we've gone through. This was like I guess you could actually probably call this the halftime team talk. So this is like the last kind of rousing, rousing kind of speech to get everyone up for the second half. So what I'm going to say, everyone, and Richard's mum, cover your ears. But guys, let's just fucking go and get them, all right? Come on. <laughs> Enjoy. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> um, on the, obviously, subjects of 
music-inspired shirts. We can't look too far ahead of a team that we have mentioned before, which was the um, Ajax. We did mention the Ajax away strip a few weeks ago on the podcast, that gorgeous blue and black striped shirt, which a certain ginger fellow now owns. Yeah. Uh, but their third shirt, did you see their third shirt? I've seen the third shirt, yeah. And I think a few weeks ago when it first got announced and um, people on Twitter got quite excited about it. Um, so for the benefits of those who haven't seen it, it's an all black, um, all black shirt with red trim and with some uh, green and yellow trim as well. And the idea behind the shirt is that it's a tribute to Bob Marley and specifically um, the Bob Marley um, song, Three Little Birds. If I'm being completely honest, I... It's a bit boring. I don't know. I, I just think it's quite plain for the amount of hype that it got. Okay, well, you do have a bit of uh, history with not liking plain shirts. Um, you're dislike of the Japanese uh, anniversary shirt it was duly yeah. noted by a couple of listeners um, <laughs> to me there are a few aspects of it which make it super special rather than just the kind of you know sp- specialness of it being the fact that it is a, a, a memento to Bob Marley it's the fact that for for once in a very kind of long history of Adidas, they've allowed three stripes to be three different colours. That doesn't happen very yeah. often. I believe it happened to a Belgian shirt uh, for the World Cup, or uh, yeah, the World Cup in 2018, I believe. But other than that, when you see an Adidas shirt, it's usually either two colours or one colour, not the three, which I quite like. Um, another aspect yeah. is that Ajax shirts, for as long as I know, always have three red crosses on the back of the shirt, right at the top of the collar. However, they have decided to replace them with three little birds. It's those little kind of elements of it which I love. And for me, it's one of those shirts a bit like a, you know, you could say a bit like a Japanese anniversary shirt, which is really simple, but has such wonderful little nods to... Bob Marley and music in particular that I'm a big fan of. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, now that you've said that, I you know, I respect the details and I like the little touches. Um for example, what they've also done is the three stars above the Ajax badge, they've got those in the three different colours as well. So in the red, yellow and green. That I like, but to me, yeah, it's just not it's just it doesn't blow me away like it's not it's just sort of all right and also another thing and i don't really know what the answer is to this i you know suggest if you do know the answer then i'd love to hear it what's the link between bob marley and ajax is there a link between bob marley and ajax good question and one i feel like we should probably get for the next episode because i'm not going to look it up (laughs) and i don't know the answer so there you go (laughs) this actually this next little bit kind of does tie in with football but also goes back to something you mentioned on one of our recent podcasts um you didn't like the recent southampton shirt because of their collar the black collar or the black little bits and i believe that you thought it was a fluffy lapel mic now that's what it looked like yeah yeah, skip forward a few months and uh, Southampton have just released uh, their brand new home shirt for the 2021-22 season. And I believe yeah. it's being made by Hummel. So a uh, big tick there because Hummel is smashing it at the park with shirts recently. And yeah. funnily enough, they've gone with an interesting collar again. Okay. So if you have a look, it's a very interesting collar. It's red and white and black stripes. But it starts off as one size, but then gets really thick at the bottom. Mm. 
However, yeah. that's not why I want to bring it to your attention. The reason why I bring it to your attention is because the way that that's done, it really made me think of um, the video for Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes, ah, which was okay. a collection of red black and white lines coming across the screen in triangles. Mm. I don't know why. I, this is a bit of a long shot and a tedious, tenuous link, shall we say, to football <laughs> strips and music. Yeah, I was wondering where you were going with that, I have to say. Um, I mean, it's actually quite, it's quite a nice shirt. The collar's probably a bit too thick for me, but, you know, can't have it all. Can't have it all. Um, I wanted to talk to you about something that I just showed you only a few minutes before we started recording, and that is um, Bands FC, um, which I actually knew from ages ago, um, and I cannot believe that I didn't send, ever send it to you, and it only really jogged my mind as um, as we were just about to log on here. I don't know if you've had a chance to kind of to have a to have a look at what these guys do, but essentially, um, a, a group of like graphic designers who obviously like football and obviously like music have sort of redesigned a load of football teams' badges as if they were um, for bands. So in some cases, it's bands that come from or support that team. Uh, in some cases, it's just logos that fit quite well um yeah. i'm looking at a couple now like you know they've got a, a daft punk logo who i know from paris that's in the shape of the psg um the psg logo um they've got like the beastie boys in the style of that like classic new york cosmos um like sort of green yellow Ooh. and blue swirl um, yeah, yeah um the joy division Joy Division um, oh, Juventus shirt is yeah. So I think oh, they've got loads of like pin badges that they sell, but I think it's at one point they were um, <laughs> selling clever. actual football shirts. Yeah, the uh, the the sorry, I just saw the Manchester City one. It's Liam Gallagher, where it would say Manchester City. It says Liam Gallagher, and instead of it being the boat, which I think is in the middle of the badge, it's a tambourine. That's so clever. Yeah. That's really funny. That's yeah. awesome. Um, as I say, I cannot believe that I didn't ever send this to you before, um, but just wanted to give <laughs> them a shout out because super oh, cool. Massive um, shout out. You could scroll through their Instagram feed forever, like finding like new, like really cool, um, uh, really cool um, mock-ups. Uh, I've just seen the um, pulp one as well, which is incredibly clever because it's the Sheffield Wednesday badge or what would have been the old Sheffield Wednesday badge because they've changed it recently. Yeah. And the where the owl is, it's quite literally like Jarvis Cocker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very, very cool. Um, if I had to pick my favourite, I'd probably say the Daft Punk one is very, very cool. I like that a lot. Um, I also, if I'm going on a band that I like, they've done one for a band called the Amazons who is um, kind of a british like sort of i guess rock slash pop band but it's in the style of a like of a like south american like brazilian football club so it looks like, like the amazons yeah. play on words it's very very clever see so, yeah, oh, they've even gone with the kylie minogue one which looks like the k league which is quite impressive i like that I, oh gosh yeah, you just talk amongst yourselves, everybody. This listening. is a rabbit I'm just hole now. I do apologise for this is making absolutely ah, excellent listening. But... And to tie everything in together, they did an exhibit two years ago at Banquet Records. Ah, there you go. That's that's uh, bringing everything round. But we don't want to do it too early, though. We don't want to <laughs> no. bring everything together too early, otherwise we're going to be <laughs> stuck with nothing to talk about for a while. Oh, they've got a... A Wu-Tang, I, I was actually looking for a Wolves one, and they've got a Wu-Tang Clan one in the style of an old Wolves Admiral shirt, which I quite like. Yeah, there we go. Nice. I mean, I quite like all of them. Chaz and Davis, Bunny Rabbit, the Spurs, yeah. Yeah, there's um, a... So on that theme, I had recently found, oh, actually, what were they called again? That was underscore bands underscore FC. Is that right? underscore bands underscore fc on instagram yes 
That's right. So give them a little checkout and a little follow. Um, down a similar vein, I had a um, advert on Instagram. Probably they've been listening to me. Uh, Rock FC, a company called Amplified Clothing, have come up with their Rock FC shop in which uh, they have pretty much made band T-shirts in the style of football shirts. Oh, yeah. And I quite like that as well. So they're not in the style of any particular shirt itself, much how like the Iron Maiden had an official partnership with West Ham. This is just yeah. this amplified clothing brand coming up with like a Guns N' Roses style football shirt or a, a Ramones or Motorhead Slipknot shirt. Um, the Pink mm. Floyd one is actually quite clever because they've got like that rainbow on it. Yeah. David Bowie has a lightning bolt one through it, which is, yeah, it's quite nice. Well, I think um, that one could be particularly interesting for um, some Arsenal fans if the rumoured uh, third shirt for next season is uh, to be believed with the lightning bolt. You're going to have a David Bowie-inspired football shirt. <laughs> totally. I quite like these, actually. They're um, Yeah, they're pretty cool. The uh, the Romains one is nice. Interesting. I um, have a look at the Black Sabbath one, which is grey and black stripes with purple sleeves. I yes. quite like that one myself. Yeah. Do you think Ozzy would like that? Why wouldn't you? I don't even know if he knows what he's wearing anyway. <laughs> fair yeah we talked already about the uh about the old um about the old goldie looking chain shirt but i've just seen it again and it's just the way that it's done is so clever it is it's very very clever and uh, i think like it, it did get a lot of love from us because we did like it it's and it's funny how you can look at it and automatically just get a 70s vibe from it, can't you? Hmm. Yeah. Do you want to know about some other uh, football shirts that have been sponsored by bands? Yes, please. Uh, Cardiff City were sponsored by the Super Furry Animals. Yeah. At one point. And the... Uh, the one, the picture I'm looking at is a chap, could be the lead singer of the Super Fur Animals, I don't know, uh, wearing a Cardiff shirt. And it's got what I don't like, which is a lace-up collar. And he's yeah. doing the, is it the Ayatollah they do when they pat themselves on the head? Oh, no, that's, that's, that's too in detail for me, unfortunately. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, do you know the Fontaines? Fontaines DC. Heard of them? Fontaines yeah, DC. Them. They uh, partnered with um, FC Dublin. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the shirt actually because it's um, it's it's so there's something quite classic about it. Like <gasps> it's very smart. Oh, look at the cuff on the sleeves. Yeah. It's like yeah. swirly. It's very Celtic. Yeah. It's and again, let's just kind of like O'Neill's. O'Neill's is the brand. That's the same yeah. brand that made the um, Libertines kit. The same brand that made another one of the kits. Mm. O'Neill's is a company to go to if you want football-inspired shirts. Yeah, I wonder what our special guest thinks of it. Harrison, what do you think of this football shirt? He's nodding his approval. Um, yeah, I'm assuming that the the picture that I'm looking at is the chaps from the Fontaines looking, <coughs> you know, just looking really cool in their shirts and their normal yeah. like slacks. I think this is how I like imagine like the modern the modern football fans to like wear their shirts like kind of more as like an outfit like tucked in like you, you know your man on the right's got a sort of pair of 
what look to be kind of like casual trousers and your guy on the left's wearing a pair of like burgundy chinos um yeah but it's like it's a bit of a look i think rather than it just sort of being something that you chuck on like it's obviously something that they've thought about uh, the shirt itself is really cool as well i really like the um the the but like just the kind of one button collar yeah it's really nice i'm with you on that it does look uh as is the case with was it like your arsenal team yeah, advertising their away kits a few seasons ago, you know, with Hector Bellerin with his shirt tucked in. I mean, that's yeah. I think the small details classic, on this shirt that I quite like. They've got the um, as you said, the the like detail on the cuffs is super cool. Um, but they appear to have, I presume, it's the name of the album or something, some sort of lyric on the on the kind of back neck where um, I guess where the player names would normally go um but yeah this this shirt's cool this is a yeah i like it yeah it's a shame we didn't know about it earlier because yeah. i would have i wouldn't have bought it but you would have you would i like i like to think i would have here's one that i saw that uh this was from 2018 and it was tweeted out by bbc sports yeah. scotland uh the band mogwai sponsored st rock's primary school football team in glasgow so a, a very heavy rock band, Mogwai, sponsoring a primary yeah, school football say, team in Glasgow. I don't know a huge amount um, about about this band. Um, but, I mean, from what you've just said, it doesn't sound like a natural fit. Um, but, <laughs> hey, good for them, like, giving back into the... <gasps> Talk about... Talk about natural fits. I've just remembered. Queens Park Rangers in the nineties were sponsored by Classic FM. I remember pictures of Les Ferdinand. You wouldn't remember. You've seen pictures of Les Ferdinand wearing Queens Park Rangers hmm. shirts from the mid yes. to early nineties, sponsored yeah, by Classic FM. Classic FM shirts. But isn't that like such a bizarre sponsor to have? I mean, by all means, anybody can sponsor anybody, but surely the target demographic of your classic FM listeners are not going to be... Queen's Park Rangers fans. <laughs> both football fans and Queen's Park Rangers football fans. Yeah, that's that does feel like a particularly weird move, especially from a, like, from a like, business point of view. Like if you're going to sponsor a team and like a pretty high profile team, like you think about the people that like football who probably aren't the people that are into classic FM. It just, that feels like a pretty weird, pretty weird partnership. I'd like to know like what they thought they were getting out of that. Yeah. That I could only think that maybe, I don't know who owned Queens Park Rangers at that point. Maybe they were like, Hmm trying to move the club in that direction. I've never been a big fan of Queen's Park Rangers. I've always thought of them as a bit of a wishy-washy team, if I'm honest. And apologies to anybody who supports Queen's Park Rangers, I'm sure, you know. But Wolves and QPR always had some good games. And I guess that's why I don't like them so much. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I, I actually fall the opposite way to QPR. I quite, have quite a soft spot for them. Um, my, one of my close friends is a, one of my closest, oldest friends is a QPR fan. So I've been to quite a few of their games. Um, so yeah, I have a bit of a soft spot for them, but I can see why you people would kind of think that they're a bit meh <laughs> with the greatest of respects. Fair enough. <laughs> I think, uh, the, the hatred also comes from the fact that they wear blue and white. So, you know, it, it's not. West Brom, but if you tip it on its side, it is West Brom. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's a fair point. <laughs> uh, do you have any uh, other kind of uh, images of football shirts? I mean, we've run through quite a few of the ones that I kind of knew that I wanted to talk about. Um, another thing that we obviously, and this isn't, I suppose this isn't really football shirt related as such, but that we, um, you know, that we talked about when we first started this journey was around 
they're like FIFA songs and uh, and that was also a kind of link where we were saying um, that that was a thing that people kind of linked football and music and like the whole like video game aspects that um, that people really like look back on. Um, but yeah, a lot of the shirts that we that I kind of had on my on my list, we've uh, we've covered off. Fair enough. Um, I. I like the fact that I can't think of an Arsenal connection. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is the is the hot stuff. That's that's basically that was my it. own fault. I um, took you down that route. I let yeah, you I mean, I'm happy. To, I'm very glad that you did. <laughs> it's probably going to be in my head now. It's fair enough. You can send it to me, and I'll get it in my head too. Oh God, <laughs> you'll be singing it forever. <laughs> oh, I quite like that. Um, do you know what? Like, there was a reason why I didn't want to have a script as such because I wanted it. I say we don't have a script. <laughs> this is not a professional podcast. Um, no, there is a reason why I didn't want to have a certain itinerary on this one because yeah, the, the, you you've said it already. The the world of football shirts and music has a quite a varied a varied kind of life and uh, kind of map and to stick to a certain path kind of does it doesn't do it justice does it because you know we have opened up different avenues that we didn't actually realize we would i didn't think i'd be talking about three lions and listening to you sing hot stuff by the arsenal team <laughs> But this is where we are. Um, that 97-98 Arsenal season, was that the season you beat Wolves in the semi-final? That is the season that we both I was just about to say, Park. funny story, listeners. Uh, it's not funny at all. Coincidence. Me and Mark had never met each other, yet we were at the very same football game. And that, you know, that's not that much of a coincidence, really. No, it's not. But, it's, but... I always find that kind of stuff really fascinating that 15 years later... We're doing yeah. a podcast together talking about football shirts. I have a funny story actually about the final that year. You probably will want to close your ears because obviously it's a bit touchy that Wolves weren't there. But Arsenal played Newcastle in the final. Um, and that was my first trip to Wembley. Um, Arsenal, before the game, they set off a load of balloons, like hundreds of balloons into that red balloon, red balloons, black and white balloons. And I remember um, sitting, I think there was only one tier at Wembley, but sitting kind of opposite the tunnel in the right-hand corner. Um, and a, a guy that was probably a similar age to me was sat behind me. And before the game, we were sort of having this weird competition. I mean, I was seven at the time. Uh, I presume he was a similar age, where we were trying to catch the most number of balloons each obviously no idea who yeah. this guy is um but i like the idea that he is an arsenal fan who's probably a similar age to me who maybe has a similar story about the guy that sat in, the kid that sat in front of him that was trying to catch loads of balloons um so yeah if you are that person <laughs> and you happen to be listening <laughs> get in touch that's quite sweet um, I'm just trying to think of more kind of football shirt and there have been occasions in which musicians have worn football shirts on stage as well right oh isn't there a song about yeah. Thiago Silva yeah there is and there's also a song about Thierry Henry oh. that actually only got released about three months ago um, which is funny because in fact it's very clever. It's by a guy called, um, hang on one second, uh, by a guy called Yizzy. I'm so sorry that, I mean, I'm probably not the target demographic for this song, but it's um, it's absolutely hilarious. It's um, It has a lot of, like, kind of football um, analogies and, like, rhymes about football about players about Thierry Henry about 
Arsenal fan TV, about loads of things. It's absolutely hilarious. Um, so, I mean, maybe we'll, we'll send the links out. Rich, I'll send it to you. Maybe that can be your homework for this week to listen to uh, Hot Stuff and the Yizzy song about Thierry If I Henry. come back singing that, then uh, it's your fault. Um, I have a quick question for you. Maybe you might know the answer. Maybe you won't. Um, yeah. Sadly for me, because you know how much of a Man United fan I am, Man United lost in the yep. Europa League final this week to yes. um, the old Arsenal manager, Unai Emery. And yeah. I'm not going to go down that avenue because I don't think it's fair on you. But the Villarreal team have a nickname, which is music-related. They're called the Yellow mm. Submarines. Do yes. you know anything about that? Uh, I feel like I do because when Arsenal got to the Champions League final, we played Villarreal in the semis. Um, and I think it's because they they sing they sing Yellow Submarine before the games, or they used to sing Yellow Submarine before the games. Um this is a really interesting one, one actually, um, because Villarreal is not like it's not like a coastal town, no. so it's not like a kind of nautical port sort of uh, sort yeah. of city. Um, yeah, I'm just having a look now. I think it's basically a fact that one of the groups, one of the sort of ultras, the support groups, just used to sing. The songs sing yellow submarine and they do wear yellow so and i think it's and they wear yellow yeah and so i think it's just stuck from there okay it's pretty bizarre though isn't it it is because i saw i think it was actually kit and bone did something with a yellow submarine and, and like beatles for villarreal and for mm. the final i was like and i had to kind of not on double take it but i just thought well that doesn't really make much sense why is a Liverpool band being so prominent in a little Spanish town that yeah. holds, you know, less than the population of Birmingham. Mm. And so, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's quite, I love the idea that one guy just started singing in the town where I was born. <laughs> in, his, in his thick, like Liverpoolian slash Spanish accent. Would you do they sing it in Spanish? That's a great question. I need to find that out. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the words in Spanish. I don't, I don't know. I know the words in English, sir. So. Yeah. Seven Nation Army, harking back to that one really quickly. That's a massive football chant nowadays, isn't it? I think it started in Italy, which is a very bizarre place for it to start, but when after a goal goes in. Do, 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 do. Yeah, it's a proper, it's a proper anthem, isn't it? Football sports anthem nowadays. Yeah, it really is. It really is. All right. Well, I, I don't really have much else to talk about on football um, kit related football. Bleh. Football musicness um i do have really quickly so you know how last episode last week um or the week before sorry i showed you the picture of ronald kuman wearing his barcelona yes. shirt which obviously wasn't one of the shirts yes. he played in so it's like a old footballer in an even retro shirt i have mm -hmm. gone slightly full circle ah. and um, got another variation of that rule and I'm going to send it to you now yes I've seen this so go on tell me <laughs> what we've got here is Arsenal legend yep. well he's yes, not really he Arsenal is. legend but uh, what's that thing when you're not a legend but you're not you're not not a hero He's a cult. I guess he's a cult, cult hero, isn't he? Really? 
Yeah, so this is uh, Nwankwo Kanu, a.k.a. my birthday twin, a.k.a. Yeah, big, big former Arsenal player. And this is him just like chilling in his house, wearing his Arsenal shirt, doing his actual like kind of famous sort of like celebration that he used to do. Um, I've seen a few videos of him on Twitter come up and he's always in his like he's always in his his arsenal shirt he loves the club it's great yeah i quite like that yeah big fan of that it's not it's not football players in retro kits it's a retro player in a modern kit yeah that's where i think i've gone full circle yeah it is it's really flipping flipping the flipping the uh the narrative i guess i've got a lot of time for that as well it's the kind of uh I think Ian Wright has. I think wasn't Ian Wright involved in that Arsenal banana Bruce banana remake launch yeah. where he was wearing the shirt, the remake shirt that he yeah. would have worn back in the day. So I quite like that. Mm. They're getting these players to wear the shirts again. Yeah, Ian Wright's involved in a lot of the stuff um, in a lot of that sort of stuff with the Arsenal kit launches. <sighs> Do you know what? I think I'd like to meet Ian Wright. I feel like I'd have a good time with Ian Wright. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Ian Wright. <laughs> oh, I do have another shirt just really quickly. Sponsorships, and it's another O'Neill's shirt. Wickham Wanderers, ah. their home shirt from 2019. Cherry Red Records was their sponsor. Okay. Uh, Wickham Wanderers, as listeners may know or may not know, their shirt is split into quarters. It's a kind of light blue and navy blue on the top half, and then the bottom half, it's a navy blue yep. and light blue. And on this one, they've got... What's the bird? Is it a swan or a goose? It's probably a swan, isn't it? That sounds about right. I'm not, not 100% sure. Their nickname sure. is the Chair Boys. But anyway, oh. it's a swan with... Looks like chains around his neck. Um, and that's in the back of the shirt sublimated and then over the top in bright red and white is cherry red records. And I don't know if it works, but it does work because cherry red records is again, a bit like the banquet records of being quite a, a cool sponsorship that they could, Mm. they could put their logo in their color onto a shirt, which is quite, purposefully blue and blue and you know yeah and it still kind of looks quite cool Mm, i don't know to me it's to me it just looks like it's just been like plonked there which it has been obviously all sponsor logos have just been plonked there but i think the fact that it's just a block of Mm. red it just doesn't it's not doing fair enough i quite like You're saying about how like sponsorships are just plonked there, but sometimes work does go into the colour and the placement. Yeah. Whereas obviously here they've just been like, no, this is who we are. Like we're Cherry Red Records. We are a red box, and this is what you're going to have on on your shirts. And so. that's why I figured that uh, Banks's, which is the brewery right next to Molyneux Football Stadium, that's why Banks's mm. never sponsored Wolves. It, uh, this is just like just my opinion. Maybe it's conspiracy theory that I'm starting. Banks's never sponsored <sighs> Wolves, despite the fact that they were in Stones Throw the stadium, because Banks's logo was brown, and that wouldn't mm. have worked with the gold and black. Whereas Goodyear's were like, yeah, yeah, we'll be, we'll go black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We've already done a bit about brown football shirts. So. God, that feels like such a long time ago, doesn't it? And it don't it don't work. It don't work unless you are it a left wing team from Germany. Exactly. <laughs> all right, I think I'm all football kitted out. Oh I no, there's so. one more I wanted to touch on really quickly. I saw, and I don't even know if it's this season's, but you know we've talked about. Um, I think it's like Club Tijuana, the team that had the uh, mm. Star Wars uh, related shirts. Yeah, they had a Halloween range, uh, and oh. their home shirt was red, and it had um, it sublimated in a kind of darker red, a very aggressive-looking sugar skull 
think it's more it's more uh, Halloweeny yeah. than it is Cinco de Mayo. Mm. It pretty is pretty cool, cool isn't it? Yeah, I like that. So Club Tier One are coming out with two bangers, well, three bangers if you can. The yeah. other Star Wars one. Yeah, they've, they've done yeah. well. Oh, there is one more shirt. I keep on, I keep on thinking of ones. I said, no, I'm done. No, I've got another one. I'm done. One no, more. One more, one more. And this one um, has been one of the shirts I've wanted to talk about for a while. And it's in uh, one of the books that I've got. Yeah. And it is music related. Okay. And uh, this is the home shirt for Deportivo Ibiza. Uh, yes. And. Yes, love this. Yes, so. When you think about Ibiza, you tend to think of pissed-up holidays, uh, tourists falling over on the streets, cheap, cheap apple sours, and um, yeah. sambucas and things like that, and nightclubs and DJ going on into the early morning. Yeah. So Pena Deportiva are based on the island of Ibiza. Ibiza? Oh God, I sound like. You're I so sound like local. the Venga Boys. <laughs> oh, we're going to the pizza. <laughs> I love the, that. This is dubbed as the raver-friendly football shirt. And it's made by Hummel. It has the badge in the top left. The Hummel is centralised, which I will forgive on this occasion. But yeah, I don't really know how to describe it. It's, it's like... Um, there's three or four different colours going on. There's a motif at the top, which is um, that kind of buddery figure, kind of sitting down, cross-legged, with his hands resting on his knees. But he's got a big headphones on yeah. and a well, it looks like he's got a football Ibiza, a Deportivo Ibiza shirt on because he's got the Hummel badge on his chest. Ah, oh, clever! And then at the bottom, it's got the words Ibiza. And it's got what looks like kind of like shadows of people raving. Mm. It's clever. It's clever the way they've done it. I quite like it. Yeah, it's... Oh, well, here we go. It features a karma DJ, also referred to as the Peaceful Disco Buddha. Oh, there you go. I said some of that. Did I say Buddha? Maybe. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. And the image of Ibiza's town you should skyline work in the marketing on the reverse. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I definitely got the, <laughs> the. I don't know if it's just from doing this podcast for sixteen weeks. I've just started to get the really good gift of the gab when it comes to describing football shirts. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> so yeah, I think actually, do you know what? I think that shirt could be the best place to finish with our football shirts and music because. I think that one, I think that one, because it doesn't have a sponsor and a lot of the, most of the shirts we've talked about are all about the sponsors, aren't they, really? But yeah. this one, it just encapsulates what it is to be in Ibiza and yeah. a football shirt. I've never been to Ibiza, but all you have to do is show me that football shirt and I could tell you that's Ibiza. If it does say it in massive letters at the bottom, but if it oh, didn't, then... yeah, yeah, if it didn't say that, really. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. This is it's more about the, yeah, as you say, it's more about the shirt than about the the sponsor. So, um, because there is no sponsor. Yeah. Off topic. Have you seen Ted Lasso? No, this came up in conversation at work yesterday. Have you seen? It's very good. Have you seen the original Ted Lasso videos? The one where he becomes the manager of Tottenham. No. Oh. Okay. So after this, I'll find the link. Just watch. Type in Ted Lasso Tottenham, and just watch that. Yeah. And then there's a follow-up one where I. Okay. I That's homework. For yeah. Me. He becomes the manager of I think it was Leicester for a bit, but the TV show. Oh. Um, if you if you get the chance to watch Ted Lasso, the TV show, it's the premise is an American sports coach who is pretty much used to coaching American sports comes over to the UK for his very first job in coaching, as they call it, soccer, and we call it football, 
and it is the hilarity yeah. that ensues from him getting the language wrong, uh, learning different cultures, and well, I don't want to say any more, but uh, yes, worth yeah. a watch. Yeah, definitely. That's that's um, yeah. I actually had never heard of it until yesterday. So um, it's it's one that I think I would enjoy for sure. Um, have you got any recommendations? Because uh, listeners, just so you're aware, um, as I've said before, me and Mark have obviously got some things to do. So we're going to try and get episodes out to you, but we might not for a week, and that's okay. You can you can cope without us for a week, but uh, in the meantime, Mark. You got any recommendations for sports or football related films or documentaries? Um well the uh it was very recently the anniversary of Arsenal winning the league. I mean it's just gonna be something about uh, Arsenal because you know this is just what I know. It was the recently the anniversary of Arsenal winning the league in nineteen eighty nine. Uh, which is the most amazing story, which I won't go into now anyway. Uh, imagine like the Aguero, Aguero moment, but it was like way more, um, you know, way more unlikely to happen. Um, there was a documentary film that was released a couple of years ago about um, the story of that game and about interviews with the players and like Lee Dixon, Tony, uh, well, Tony Adams wasn't in the documentary, but like Lee Dixon, Steve Bold, uh, Paul Merson, um, I think the film's just called 89, mm. um, and it's just absolutely excellent. Lee, so uh, I would recommend people to watch that. Uh, uh, do you ever hear, do you, have you heard the story about Lee Dixon? So, uh, uh which story? Well, about that night, he, um, mm. he didn't go on the team bus. He didn't go home with the team because they were playing Liverpool and he's from mm. the Liverpool area. I, I believe yeah. he's like family, maybe yeah, they're all living in Liverpool. And so the plan was that after the game, he would go and uh, stay over the night overnight with his family and have dinner. Mm. And so obviously they win the league, massive celebrations. And he's had like two or three bottles of champagne. And the rest of the team get on the coach to drive home, obviously to go back to what, that famous pub that all Arsenal players used to go to. Yeah. And Lee Dixon is there absolutely like drunk in his, I'm guessing, brother's or brother-in-law's car being driven back to his parents' house to go and have dinner. <laughs> oh, God. He probably missed out on a very big party. Very big party. Um, <laughs> I, do you know, where, where can you, do you know if you can watch it? Can you stream that film anywhere? I think you can stream it on Amazon, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, guys. Um, yes. I'm going to make a suggestion on something you can listen to. Um, it's actually okay. going to be a podcast. Uh, it's hosted by Steph Guerrero, Ellis James, and Mike Bubbins. It's called The Socially Distanced Sports Bar. Uh, it's where the three chaps um, get together and talk about different sports clips that they watch on YouTube, uh, books, and documentaries but i just i i like the sound of that i think that sounds like that sounds kind of like it would be quite yeah, up street. it does um they go on much like we do they go off on different tangents so uh you can find yourself listening to a few episodes in a row without even realizing it but always listen to this podcast first and then listen to that one goes yeah. without saying goes without saying goes without saying well there you go <laughs> right um mark we haven't told people where they can uh follow us so why don't you uh why don't you give the listeners a little little hint well we're on uh twitter and instagram they can find us at shirts pod or if you are so inclined to email us you can also do that and we are uh, wonderfulfootballshirts at gmail.com. We would love, we would to, hear love from you. to hear from you. Thank you to everybody who's took part in our kind of giveaway so far. Um, I'll put a message out on Instagram to say when we're going to close yeah. that. But because of the kind of confusing dates in which we're recording this, I, I guess we're going to finish it on the Wednesday, 
what date is that? Wednesday the something of June. Yeah. <laughs> we got That'll Wednesday do. the second. So Wednesday the second of the second. Yeah. Wednesday the second of June. We'll we'll uh, close the close it off to everybody, and um, we'll announce a winner. Yeah. Two winners. Remember, two winners. Um. And yeah. So there we go. Uh. Yeah. Mark. I have always, I say always, last few episodes, I've always appreciated your nuggets of information. Yet, I think it's unfair that I always come to you and ask for more nuggets from you. So I think it's only fair that I bless okay. the listener with a, with, a, with a nugget of my own, a pearl of... Okay, I'm ready. We're all ready. Um, <laughs> no, I tell you what, there is a bit of information and it's that quote from that famous person that's uh, something like if you, you can't judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree. Okay. Yeah. Wow. And on that, I just mean that everybody's different. Everybody's going through different things. Everybody has differing abilities and levels. So just because you can do something doesn't mean that somebody else can't. Or just because you're good at that doesn't mean someone else is good at something else. I don't know. I think if we cut out that lovely. last little bit of gibberish and just very... keep the the very factual... <laughs> what, was it? what did I say it was? You can't the bit. judge a fish by the its fish. ability to climb a tree. And Perfect. we'll package that and sell that as a ringtone. Yeah, we'll put we'll on put a t-shirt. On a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, it's getting late. So uh, let's right, uh, bid each other an adieu. And, uh, yes. Yeah, I liked it. Thank always. you very much for this one. Um, this is probably the guiltiest of pleasures for me this one talking about music and football shirts so thanks for putting up with my gibberish um yeah i will put a quick little note here listeners i'm sorry if this bores you to death this episode but i'm gonna keep all of it in <laughs> every single bit every single right. bit of it mark i can't wait to see your face it's gonna be soon right i'll see you very soon uh in four approximately weeks, four weeks. weeks three and weeks you're on maybe. holiday where are you going four on holiday weeks. Uh, we are going to be in Barcelona, um, and then we are going to be in a town called Javier, which is down the east coast of Spain. And then we'll be in just outside Alicante Jeez. for a you couple take a of picture of the new camp for me. Yeah, uh, maybe a little will. cheeky Real Madrid shirt on outside. No, I think <laughs> I wouldn't be making very much, very, very many friends okay, in the local neighbourhood. I'll tell you what, because you haven't talked that. about it yet. Why don't you wear? Take your Barcelona goalkeeper shirt. Was it you've got? Wear that picture of yeah. you outside the new camp in that and yeah. uh, we'll put that on our instagram page okay challenge accepted <laughs> <laughs> all right bye-bye okay then bye-bye